Dyer Williams wins it for the Broncos. They get it. They receiver. Oh, he had the good look. It went all the way in and rims out. He had a great look there, and that ball was all the way down. Yeah, come out of there. Not much better you can ask for I'm telling coming you. out of the tip. It's funny to see the starting point guard from the coach and Robert Tennessee does their jump ball. <laughs> yeah. Here's Rowan Farrell on the other end. Hits the three for the Mavericks. Well, McCutcheon gets on the board first. They lead three to zero. He's going to have to be. Someone's going to have to check him all night. Rowan can really shoot it. Yeah. Here's Morrell Jordan inside to James Burns. He lost it, but gets it back. Kicks out. Morrell shoots the three off the front of the rim. No good and out of bounds. So the Mavericks will take it away. After the missed shot by Jordan. I was telling you what, Christian, you would think, though, on the other side when Jeff has the ball, you would think that they should be able to expose him. If, if Kelvin Tyson is going to be the one guarding James Burns, yeah. he should be able to get the ball down low to James for easy buckets. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see tonight, too. You almost wonder. Um, usually McCutcheon likes to sit in that 2-3 zone a lot. Right. They've been known to do that for a lot of years. See if they'll sit back there tonight or, or whether they'll try to go make the man. Kobe McNeely gets the lay-in for the Mavericks. Nice move by Kobe. 5-0. Here's Avery Beaver on the other end. Now up top to Grimes. Now back to Beaver. He kicked it back out to Grimes. Out about the half-court logo. James Burns, deep two. No good. Bricked it off the back of the rim. Rebound, Robert Finnessy. Yeah, I think he's got a little bit of adrenaline right now. That ball, that was a brick. Yeah. Kobe can make that. Kobe Finnessy 
Yeah, that's an interesting matchup. Maybe to get some length on Robert to make it harder for him to shoot over the top. Yeah. McFinnessy gets the steal off of the post feed there by the Broncos. He pulls up on the other end, swings it. They get it to Farrell for three. And they'll call a foul on Avery Beaver. That'll be his first foul of the night. Rowan Farrell goes to line 4-3. Oddly enough, as good as a shooter Rowan Farrell is, he's only shooting 71% from the free throw line this year. Huh. I saw that earlier and I was surprised because yeah. he is money. Yeah. And uh, Beaver and Farrell have the little uh, teammate rivalry, a couple AAU teammates. That's and, right. uh, Avery was telling me about the rivalry today. He said he was ready to go <laughs> for this game tonight. Well, we better get on the scoreboard. Too, yeah. Way. It's, uh, right now, Farrell's up 6-0 in the rivalry, <laughs> and the Mavericks are up 11-0. But kind of like we were talking about earlier, the Mavericks are up 11-0, and Robert Finnessy with zero points. That's uh, that's what's scary. Look at that defense. Finnessy with the steal off a of drive. He drives in, lays it up, and gets it to go. And the Mavericks are up 13-0. This is ugly, Christian. <laughs> Gordon drives and gets to the rim, draws the foul. It looks like they're going to call it on the floor, though. But that is the first foul on the Mavericks. It is against Fennessey. See what, Jeff got away with one there, because that was pretty good defense. I'm surprised yeah. he got that call. It looked like all ball and Robert Cott on that steal, and that would have been another breakout from McCutcheon. Got to get her inside, get to go, and the Broncos are on the board. They cut it to 13 to two. Here's Robert Finnessy up top. Nice move there by Avery Beaver, driving the bucket, hitting a short jump shot. And he does like that pull-up jumper. Finnessy airballs the three. Good defense by Jordan for the Broncos. Grimes pushes it hard. Williams shoots the three, too short. Rebound Finnessy. Fennessey gets it to McNeely, who drives, passes inside. Kelvin Tyson tried to go up, but lost it, and it went out of bounds, so the Broncos will take it off the turnover. Looked to me that Cody McNeely got away with the travel there. Wasn't yeah. called, but he was throwing an air pass that uh, Kelvin Tyson wasn't able to hold on to. Mm -hmm. Here's Grimes, hands it off to Morrell Jordan. Jordan dribbles, pulls up, and hits the number. Morrell Jordan with a smooth little crossover and pull up. To cut it down to nine, 13 to four. That looked like that David Hayner crossover there by Moreau Jordan. Stuck that short, that free throw line jump shot. 13-4. Mm -hmm. The Mavericks lead the Broncos. McNeely looks inside again to Tyson, and James Burns gets his first block of the night. Here's Williams up the court. Jordan has it on the left wing. You got to get the ball inside of James Burns right now. And Beaver tried to dribble inside. He had it knocked away. Finnessy the other way. And Maximus Grimes fouls him. They'll say it's on the floor. But I, I would say that's a good foul there by Grimes. I would too. And I, actually, he, is he going to be shooting? No, he's exactly right. Yeah. He called on the floor. It looks like he motioned on the floor. That's why it's even a better foul. Down, so, yeah. Absolutely. As long as he's not shooting free throws, it's not a bad foul at all. Great play there by Grimes to stop the open layup by Finnessy. They get it to Tyson. He misses the, the little put, put back. 
And they'll call a foul. Sheldon Tyson. Against Tyson, so that will be his first and McCutcheon's second foul of the night. So with 3.05 to go here in the first quarter, Mavericks lead 13-4. Well, you saw Keldon miss that short little layup on there, but that's the James Burns effect. He yeah. got alligator arms and tried to rush his, his shot there because he knew James Burns was lurking for the block shot. Yeah. It allowed him to miss that layup. And James Burns has done a great job all year long protecting the rim. As Morel Jordan gets called for the carry. So that'll be a bad turnover there for the Broncos. You know, it's funny. That's a, that's a call in, in basketball where you could potentially call it every time. Some yeah. refs will call a carry, some won't. But I think everyone that drills a basketball yeah. carries it in some way. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Here's Finnessy up top. Williams picked him up. He nice hand to Ben Miller, they swing it back up top to Finnessy. He takes one dribble, pulls up, uh, pretty much wrecked it off the backboard, and the Broncos get the rebound, so it'll be Bronco ball again. I tell you what, if you're a Broncos fan, knock on wood, they are doing a tremendous job defending Robert Finnessy right yeah. now. Robert is having to take some really tough shots, and he's not able to connect. If they can continue to defend him like that and get something going on offense, they'll yeah. be just fine. Jordan drives and it's out of control. A little out of control. Nowhere near the bucket. Mavericks take it the other way. Ben Miller on the other end. Too long. Rebound Morrell Jordan. They have to get the ball down low to James Burns. There's no way Ben Miller can guard him down there. Yeah. He kind of got a good back down on him, but it didn't look to him. They get it up top. They're just going to throw it up. Trust, Jordan. trust that James will be an athlete now and get the ball. Exactly. Here's Jordan now in the corner. Grimes shoots the three, and it's good. Maximus Grimes hits the three ball, the first three of the night for the Broncos. They get it down to six, 13 to seven. Just watching, watching what they're doing on defense against Robert. Now you have Marill Jordan guarding him. Maybe trying to get in his head a little bit, maybe mix up the matchups for him. Mm-hmm. Here's Isaac Angstott. Now Finnessy lost it. Great defense there by Jordan. Broncos take it the other way. Beaver drives baseline, fakes it. Now tries to put it up, and he was swatted by both Ben Miller and Rowan Farrell. But it goes out of bounds, and will stay here with the Broncos. A really bad pass down on the McCutcheon side. I think that was by Isaac Hankstad. Didn't give Robert Finnessy much of a chance, but real Jordan's right there in his hip pocket was able to get the steal. Yeah. Real Jordan very much is as quick. Yeah, as, as fantasy. And as, he's an athlete. The Broncos hit it outside it. Tyler Williams knocks in the three ball. Now a three-point game, 13 to 10, with under a minute to go in the first quarter. That's what we're talking about, Christian. I like what they're doing right now defensively against Finnessy. And if you can continue to do this, you're going to score. Just keep the pressure on Finnessy. Make it hard for McCutcheon yeah. to score on this side. I'd really say all year long, the, the defense has been pretty good for the Broncos. Just, it's mostly just whether the offense is on or not. Another steal. Another steal. They, this time, Farrell and Jordan. Nice. Kind of switched his hands in the air. Got the lay in. And cut it down to one. 13 to 12 with 28.7 seconds to go in the first quarter. Yeah, Marill Jordan is some kind of athlete. When he gets on these fast breaks and he's going up, there's not many people that are going to be able to go up in the sky with him and block his shots. So, yeah. So, again, like we said, it's about. 
The offense just went down. Was it 13, 10 to nothing, something like that? 13, yeah, 0. 13, 0. But now we're on a 12 0 run. That's right. And so it's just, it's all about weathering the storm. You're playing tremendous defense on Rob Finnessy right now. A lot of you've gotten back in the game. You have to assume at some point, Robert Finnessy's going to get in. Yeah. So, so now if you can play him even here on out, let the best man win, right? Yeah. That's, that's exactly true. And, uh, Really, great, great defensive plan by Coach Radiker coming into this game. I think, I, I think he usually does a, a good job of, of locking down the best players. Usually, when yeah. when they play teams, I mean, they played, you know, Will Penny against Logan Sport. Yep. He, he yep. scored a bunch of points before he played Jeff, and he did not do much that game. You know, different players. That's right. Uh, throughout the whole season, really, he, he's done a great job setting up a defensive plan to guard him. And get it to Finnessy. Jordan tips it away. But got to be careful with his hands. Rogue's got to be careful with his hands. You don't want to foul here. you got three seconds left. Finnessy pulls up on the buzzer. No good. Coach Radiker very happy with the defensive performance on that last possession. And after the first quarter, we do have a ball game. The Mavericks, however, lead the Broncos 13-12. We'll take a 30-second break here on Jeff 92. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm place on a cold day. Football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. We are back. Here on Jeff 92, getting ready for the second quarter of action here from the beautiful College Center. Mavericks against the Broncos, classic rivalry game. It looked like it was getting out of hand there for a minute, but the Broncos tipped right back in, got it back down to one. But we'll see what happens here in the second quarter. Very exciting. Christian, you got to love these kind of rivalry games, these cross-town rivalry. Yeah. When, this, when this gym has got this many people in it, pretty awesome. I'd have to say this is probably the biggest crowd we've had all year. I'm telling you. And uh, it, it, they've gotten loud at times. Fennessy short on the three. And Robert Fennessy still has not scored. And I think it's, I have him for two points. Did I? Oh, yeah. I may have missed something, but yeah, I think I have him for two points. Oh, but I, they're doing tremendous job. Yeah, I do think he has scored. He has scored two points. I remember that now. But, uh. Two points for Fennessy, and there's really a lot of his shots not even close so far. Cotton swings it to Bieber for the three. Too short. Rebound Kobe McNeely for the Mavericks. I think Avery rushed that three-pointer just a yeah. little bit. Didn't really get too much spin on it. Kobe McNeely Another deep three. This time he's guarded pretty heavily by Alex Cotton, but still hits it. And the Mavericks go up four, 16 to 12. The thing is, you got you, you almost assume that Kobe's not going to shoot it because he's so deep on the court. Yeah. But he said, I coached Kobe back when he was, that would have been when he was a fourth grader, fifth grader, sixth grader. And he'll shoot it anywhere. Yeah. I tell you, he can shoot it from anywhere in the gym. So you really have to watch him. Yeah. I remember seeing the article talking about, you know, how, you know, he, he didn't even play basketball in high school until this year. That's right. But uh, they, they got him to come out and shoot out of control. As Beaver misses another three, 
Mavericks take it the other way, get it to McNeely, now back to Tennessee. And Christian, I noticed that McCutcheon that last time down went to that matchup zone. And, um, and that's usually what gives us trouble when we play against McCutcheon in that matchup zone. So let's yeah. see what answers we have. Tennessee lost it going up, but the Mavericks got it back. And they call a foul on the Broncos. And again, Alex Cotton, it'll be his first foul, but only the third foul for the Broncos. So really not, not approaching foul trouble too much yet, which really is going to be huge in this game, not having too many fouls. Kobe McNeely probably got his most wide open three, but somehow that's the one he misses. <laughs> not probably. That was definitely his most wide open three in the line. That was a nice play there. Maybe got, uh, got a little too anxious. Exactly. So wide open. That inbounds pass, they got the ball in the finishy, and the defense kind of converged on Robert. Mm -hmm. Robert threw it over to Cody McNeely, who's been hot, and he just missed yeah. the three. They swing it to Beaver up top. Here's that zone. They're in that zone. Jordan. Terrell's got to be able to knock down that three at the top of the key. And look inside. Wenrick posted up, but McNeely with the rejection. Fennessey comes the other way, and they're going to call a foul on the floor. It'll go against, I believe, looks like it was Morrell Jordan. It is Morrell Jordan. That's his first. But I think, I think if Morrell kind of scooches over and gets set on that play, I think he draws the charge, but kind of just driving down the court, just wasn't able to quite get ready. I'm right with you. Here's Robert up top. He drives inside. Now passes over to Inkstat, who hits the jumper from just beyond the left elbow. And the Mavericks extend it back to six, 18 to 12. Jeff's got to score when the coaching is in that zone. Got to get the ball in the middle. You got to flash, get someone in the middle. Yeah. And then you can work it back out to your three-point shooters. Gordon for three, no good. Off the rim, rebound, Burns. He puts it up, no good. Another rebound. Look at that athleticism. And it runs in. James Burns with a nice putback. And it's down to four, 18 to 14. James Burns, they, they need to force feed the ball to him down low because there's no one out there that, yeah. can, that can jump with him. There's no one that, that's athletic enough to jump with him down there. Nice move. Gets the lay-in this time. Well, he now has four on the night, and it is 20 to 14. But on that on that possession, I mean, it was pretty easy. James Burns getting those rebounds. Absolutely. Nice Morrell. Jordan with a nice drive and laying. He now has six, and the Broncos get it back down to four, 20 to 16. Here's McNeely hands off to Finnessy. He fakes up, drives inside, lays it up, no good. It's tipped around. But the Mavericks come up with it. Farrell drives inside, passes out to Inkstat. Now he swings it back to Farrell, right side, shoots the three, and it's good. Oh, Farrell shoots the three. And it's now 23-16. Jeff, you got to get a good possession here. you got to get a bucket. Yeah. You want to fall back down by double digits. You need to get a bucket right here. And it looks like the Broncos are about to get the ball, but just couldn't quite bring in the rebound. Oh, that pass. Bad pass, tried to throw it across the court. Morrell Jordan, stolen by Farrell. He goes the other way, misses the land. But I think he's a terrific athlete. He gets the putback and puts the Mavericks up nine, 25 to 16, four minutes to go. And Alex Cotton hits the three on the other end. Cotton can get going. 
if he gets hot, and Alex Cotton ran back down the court saying, screaming at Monroe Jordan saying, give me the ball. Monroe's like, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing. If, if the Mavericks are going to sit in that zone, I think, you know, if the Broncos get it open, they can hit those three balls. So you're going to have to. Fantasy shoots no good. Good box out there Great by Wendell. Great box, box out. out. Cotton, look at the three, but good defense by the Mavericks. They swing it over to Jordan, swings it to Grimes. Cotton, face it up, Gotta pulls up, shoots the three. Almost got it to go, but off the rim. Wendrick gets the rebound. Jordan drives in, lost it, but Wendrick gets it right back. They swing it. Cotton shoots the three, and it's good. <laughs> Alex Cotton, another three. His jumper is so pure. It is. <laughs> that thing is money. <laughs> he gets going. There's nothing you can do I'm to stop it. There's McNeely deep. Cash. Oh, I mean, wow. is, is this just a game of force right now? <laughs> I'm looking at this Kobe's dad up there. Brian's going crazy. Oh my goodness, Kobe! I'm telling you, these are deep threes here, man. This is this is schoolyard basketball here. They swing it back. Cotton looked at it, but Finnessy was there for the defense. They swing it. Grimes shoots it. And it rims out, rebound, Isaac Ainsat for the Mavericks. Tell so you what, if you're McCutcheon, you gotta love it if Maximus Grimes is shooting threes. Yeah. Lob it up, and Kelvin Tyson lays it in for McCutcheon to put him back up eight, 30 to 22. 210 now left in the first half. Terrell Jordan passes it off to James Burns. We don't get to work toward the basket. They're pushing us out toward the half court line. You got to work toward the basket in the zone. Cotton, no good this time on the three rebound. Kelvin Tyson for McCutcheon. James Burns got to work harder and get inside position on Kelvin Tyson for that rebound. That's just being lazy. McNeely dials up another one, but <laughs> this can't get it to go this time. Rebound Broncos. Cotton pushes it up to Jordan. Yeah, McNeely didn't have his feet under him that time for that. He kind of yeah. lost that three-pointer. Here's Burns inside, swings it, drives, drives, passes off, and it's stolen by the Mavericks. Going to make better decisions, Maximus. I think James could have taken one more dribble and gotten in there, too. Farrell, no good for three, rebound Cotton. He pushes it up quickly the other way. Now pulls it out and starts the offense. Here's Jordan, swings it to Grimes. Now back to Jordan. Here's Grimes up top. See, Maximus has got to be able to step in and hit that three-pointer right there, Christian. Yeah. Nice move. Nice move there. Just such a freakish athlete, he man. He's just so quick. If he gets one step, there's nothing you can do to catch up. And you look at him, you don't think he can jump the way he can. No. Oh, man, he, can get a, he can play above the rim. Yeah. He gets the easy left-handed layup to cut it back down to six. Oh. And a turnover there by the Mavericks. And if the Broncos can come down and get a bucket here before the half with 37.3 seconds to go, huge. it was a turnover by the Mavericks, but it was a beautiful pass, no-look pass for Robert Fennessey to Isaac Angstad. The problem is Isaac Angstad wasn't ready for the pass. Yeah. I mean, that was a tremendous pass there by Fennessey. Ryan brings it up, and it looks like Radiker's motioning, motioning for just one more shot for the Broncos. I, don't, I mean, I, I understand it, but yeah, I don't. 
I like to see you try to get two possessions. Like, well, you're only going to get one. Sorry. Yeah. But with no shot clock, there's nothing you can do in high school basketball. I think, you know, you don't want to get a bad shot, and then McCutcheon right. goes down and That's very true. Uh, Byer Williams misses it. McNeely heaves it up. No good. And the first half is over. McCutcheon Mavericks lead. Your Broncos 30-24. to Great first half of action. We'll take a one-minute break, and we'll be right back here on Jeff 92. Don't let that keep you down. Protect your career, your family, and your financial future with help from NFCC, a financial advocate who understands the money issues faced by current and former military members. Schedule a confidential financial review with an objective nonprofit NFCC financial counselor. Call us today at 877-404-6322 or visit us at nfcc.org slash military. You owe it to yourself. Get relief now. Young people everywhere are making a difference. Special Olympics has changed my life so dramatically. It's helped me a lot to be fearless, you know, in the real world. My friends I've made through Special Olympics are the best people I've ever met in my life. I truly realize that what I'm doing is for a great cause. And it's not about disabilities, but it's about celebrating their abilities. I've made a difference. Now it's your turn to make a difference. Get involved at specialolympics.org. We are back here from the College Center at halftime of this thrilling cross-county rival between the Broncos and the Mavericks. The Mavericks leading 30-24. to Let's take a minute to thank our sponsors here on Jeff92. This broadcast was made possible here through generous financial help from the Jeff High School Athletic Department with assistance from the following individuals, businesses, and organizations. Senator Ron Alting, Allure Dental, Club Newtone, the Golden Broncos, the Jeff Athletic Boosters, State Farm Group, Kirby Risk, Purdue Federal Credit Union, Franciscan Physician Network, Lafayette Orthopedic Clinic, the Mitchell Agency, Mayor Wozniewski Murray Team, Hot Box Pizza, Representative Sheila Clinker, the Athletes Chili, and Ivy Tech Community College, Jeff 92. Thanks all of them for their support. A great first half of basketball here at Crawley. What do, you, what do you think you say were some good things you saw from the Broncos in the first half? Well, the, the most, the thing that punched you right in the face, to be honest, is the score is 30 to 24 and Cutchin leading at half, but Robert finishes at the half at halftime with four points. Yeah. So if you're out there, Jeff, you've done a tremendous job guarding Robert Finnessy, keeping him away from the basket. Now, Cody McNeely has, you know, three threes, so Cody McNeely's got 11 points, so you got to really put a hand up in his face. Rowan Phillips got eight points or so. So I think you're doing a pretty good job if, if you're Lafayette Jeff. Uh, if you're Lafayette Jeff, if I'm George Radiker, I'm talking about getting the ball down low to James Burns because for sure, if you, especially in this zone, if you can flash him, Get the ball in the middle of the zone. You know, James Harden can go to the basket. The boys can pass out around the perimeter for the three-point shot. So yeah. you've got to get the ball inside that zone or down low, and then you can work from there. Yeah. I'd say, and you know, as like we were talking about, when, when James Burns got those couple offensive rebounds, he just took a little bit of a jump and reached over, and nobody could do anything about it. Well, and that's the thing, Christian, and, and that's what's frustrating at times is, McCutcheon has no answer down low for James Burns. James is really athletic, and he can get off the ground. The key thing about James Burns, he can get 
up and off the ground really quick. There's not a lot of kids that are that athletic. Yeah. And not only that, he can jump really high. So, yeah. I mean, he can play above anyone that McCutcheon has. So you got to get the ball to him down low and let him go to work. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I mean, just I think, you know, he just needs to get great post-ups post ups down low. And then, you know, the Broncos, they've kind of been looking for him at times. But, really, if you think about it, the times they're looking for him are the wrong times. You know? they, they've tried to force, force some things in there and then, you know, end up with turnovers. So, um, I think they need to swing it around and just look to get it in the Burns. You know, some of those times they've moved it around. And then James Burns is there, but they're just swinging around out looking for a three up top. I think, you know, the whole they need to the whole time as they're swinging around look for James Burns down there. Absolutely. I, I think you need to really focus and center everything around trying to get the ball down low, either let James go to the basket, and then if he doesn't, then you can get the ball out around the perimeter. Yeah. Take three point shots, but you, you just got to try to break the zone out and get the ball in the middle. Yeah, I agree. And I'm, I, I mean. It's an interesting zone there by the Mavericks too, because I mean it's kind of it's kind of like a two-three, but then when the Broncos pass it over in the corner, they they bring a kind of a trap in there. So well, you know, in the past, I mean, for now you're seeing more. I think of a compressed two-three zone, but I think back in the Rick, Rick Beckenfall days, it's more of a two-one-two matchup zone where they really extend it out towards the half-court line. And Robert Finnessy with his length made it so hard for you to get around him. They don't they don't seem to be doing that as much as more compressed 2-3 zone. But my thing is, if, if you're McCutcheon, I wouldn't come out of that because, yeah. you know, Robert's just going to have to shoot really high, a really high percentage from the three-point line to get me out of that zone. Yeah. So we'll, I think Jeff was able to get back in the game when McCutcheon was playing man-to-man. Yeah. Coach Shearer got smart, went to the zone, and that's kind of slowed Jeff yeah. down offensively. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think, you know, um, I think, you know, as you said, the key for the Broncos just beat it in the post, and maybe that's the thing Coach Rager's talking about is finding maybe some ways that they can get into the post past, you know, that Maverick zone here in the second half. That's right. right. Let's recap the scoring real quick. The Broncos, Maxwell Grimes with three, James Burns with two, Alex Cotton with six, Morel Jordan leading the team with eight, Avery Beaver with two, and Sire Williams with three. And for McCutcheon, Robert Finnessy, like you said, has four, Cody McNeely has 11, Rowan Farrell's got nine, uh, Kelton Tyson has three, and Isaac Kingston has four, and that's all the scoring so far from McCutcheon. So really, I mean, uh, all, I believe all five of those are starters that, that right. you named off. So that's right. I mean, that'll be something we'll see coming down the stretch too. Is I mean, they brought. I think Ben Miller was the only one that came off the bench for right. the So we'll see if the Broncos they go a little bit deeper, maybe off on the bench than the Mavericks are. So we'll see if that maybe wears them down towards the end of the game. Well, you would hope so if you're off the Jeff, because like you said, the Cubs really only gone one deep so far. Yeah. Um, so that, you have to think that's going to help Lafayette Jeff as this game goes on. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Could be a great second half of basketball in store for us. Another chapter in the, in the Dice County rivalry. There you go. And even, you know, for the Broncos, too, the Mavericks have won the last three in the rivalry. So, and, and, and in a, a rivalry that's kind of as needed as this rivalry is, it's big to get that revenge. 
and get some bragging rights in town. Yes, sir. It's always nice to get a win over McCutcheon. And also, we're throwing the conference championship in there, too, which I know is a huge goal for the Broncos this season. Big time. Some other notes tonight. Um, the girls swimming is in sectionals at Zionsville tonight. So uh, good luck to them in their game over in their match over there at Zionsville. And also, as everybody knows, Super Bowl 52 this week coming up on Sunday. What do you think about it? Well, I would love to see the Philadelphia Eagles win that game. Yeah. But the Patriots, they're just they're, they're excellent. I mean, yeah. they, you know, you can say what you want to say about that team. They just find ways to win every year. They're extremely well coached by Bill Belichick. Yeah. They probably have the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. They're, they're just special. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard to win against them. I mean, first of all, I'll be honest with you. I was surprised. You know, you watch the AFC Championship game. I thought Jake at halftime, I'm thinking, yeah, they were running away with No kidding. And he just watched slowly but surely. New England just comes back, comes yeah. back. Comes, they make the plays they need to. They get a zone share of Tom Brady on this side. It's hard to count him like, yeah. against him. You know, I mean, if, if you think, look, watch that game, too. I mean, New England never looked like they thought for a second that they were even going to lose. No kidding. And that's, that's the thing where other teams kind of panic. They just don't. I mean, go back to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. I would have bet everything I owned. I would have bet my house, my family, everything. But there was no way yeah. New England would win that game. And you look up at the end of the game, and it's in yeah. their Super Bowl. So it's very crazy. I mean, I've, I always, I mean, I still kind of do hate the Patriots. But yeah. after last year, I, I saw that team a whole different way. I mean, you have to respect Tom Brady. Well, that's the thing. Is, like this, I'm going to hate the Patriots, but it's one of the things where I admire and respect excellence. Right? Yeah. And they come out every year, and they, I mean, they find a way to do it. Yeah. You know, so, hey. I mean, and, and usually sometimes, you know, at the beginning of the season, too, they have to, like, well, maybe lose the game yeah. or two. And then everybody's like, well, Tom Brady's getting a little old. Maybe this is the end of the dynasty. And then they rattle off that huge winning streak. And then go to the playoffs and go to the championship or the Super Bowl. So, yeah, um, between when you look at football, between the New England Patriots and Nick Saban's Alabama Crimson Tide, I mean, football is dominating. No kidding. It's just, it just tells you, I, I say in all sports, and, and you and I, we're both we're, we're sports junkies. But to me, of, all, of those three major sports, football, baseball, and basketball, a tremendous and great coach has more effect in a football game than any other sport, I think. Yeah. I mean, when you when you look at like what, what Bill Belichick does, X and O's, because the Patriots aren't uberly talented, right? Yeah. They're not the most athletic, most talented team, but year after year, they find guys that are six-round draft picks, guys that yeah. didn't go to USC yeah. or Alabama. And these guys, they find guys that fit a role and all those guys do their job the same way every time, and they win games. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just look at him. Tom Brady is, what, 40? He's, what, 40, 41? And, I mean, and he doesn't run a lot. He doesn't do much like that. But, I mean, it, and really, if you think about it, he doesn't have, you know, a cannon of an arm. He, he doesn't. Just, it's all in his, in his head, you know. He just... 
outsmarts entire defenses. And I mean, so that's the thing that's what's so impressive about him. And, you know, what Josh McDaniels is able to do with him, with the way they game plan to your point. Yeah. Tom Brady is one of the least athletic football players I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I remember his. If you look at his combine pictures and how he was, yeah. that was on the work, that is probably the worst body to ever enter the NFL. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's, he's remade himself, but he is not extremely athletic. No. He comes out every game, he gets rid of the ball just in time, he doesn't get hit a whole lot. No. And, and he makes plays. So, yeah, they're just so well coached, it's, it's just impressive. It is. I think next year, however, it will be interesting to see with both of those coordinators, everybody knows they're both leaving Josh McDaniels to the Colts and uh, defense coordinator Matt Patricia to the Lions. That's so, right. Uh, we'll see. But I, I think, you know, as smart as Bill Belichick is, you know he's probably going to get great assistance to fill their spots and, and probably going to keep the dynasty going. Well, we'll see. That'll be interesting. And, and even to your point, it's going to be interesting to see what the Colts and the Lions do next year. Yeah, it will be. And, and I saw something today, too. It was, it was pretty funny. It was because uh, everybody's saying, you know, is, is this it for Tom Brady? And, and uh, Tom Brady was talking about it. And he said, why does everybody want me to retire? No kidding. He, said, he said, do they really hate me that much? But, uh, I mean, at this point, like, I, like we said, you know, I hate him. But I'd really, I really hate to see him go. I mean, just imagine how different football would be without Tom Brady. No kidding. It would just be, it would be a whole different thing. But uh, it'll be interesting to watch on Sunday, and and uh, we'll see what happens in that. And then we'll see what, but first, let's see what happens in the last half of basketball here at the Crawley Center. We'll take a one-minute break here on Jeff 92, and then we will be back with your second half action here at the Crawley Center. <laughs> Are you among the millions of Americans living with chronic pain? If so, you may think prescription opioids are the solution. Truth is, opioids only mask the pain, and they come with serious side effects, from nausea to withdrawal symptoms to overdose. There is another choice, physical therapy. Physical therapists treat pain through movement and exercise. Choose physical therapy. Visit moveforwardpt.com. This public service announcement is brought to you by the American Physical Therapy Association. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. Whoa. Clean up the mold. Whoa. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. Come on and clean up the mold. Whoa. Clean up the mold in your house. Whoa. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. We are back here from the Crawley Center, just a minute away from the second half of basketball in this great rivalry between the Mavericks and the Broncos. Maybe this is rivalry week. I mean, we get IU and Purdue on Sunday, and now we get McCutcheon and Jeff um, tonight. Really, you couldn't ask for a much better week of basketball. Absolutely. And if you're Lafayette Jeff coming out of this halftime break, you cannot afford to get down yeah. you know, right away. You can't have that same kind of surge that they came out in the first quarter and have that happen again. You just don't want to see that happen. Yeah. Got to get an easy bucket. And, again, I think the best way to do that is get the ball down low to James Burns. Either let him draw a foul or get an easy layup. Yeah. I mean, it, this game really 
it's at that point where, you know, just a couple of possessions and Mavericks can kind of pull away in this, or the Broncos, you know, they can kind of get back in it and take the lead. So it's kind of at that borderline where, you know, if, like you said, if you're the Broncos, you cannot be messing around at all. And, and like we said at the beginning of the game, you know, against a team that's as fundamental and as good as this team is, you know, every possession is like gold. You know, you cannot waste one possession in this game, you know, because in the end of the game, it's most likely coming down to one possession. That's so right. I think if you're the Broncos, like you said, we need to be working it around and getting it inside to James Burns, really, the rest of the second half. They drive inside. Ryan got a good look, but just couldn't get it to go. Just missed it. That's right. And an open lay, but just missed it. Here's Finnessy on the other end. He passes outside to Isaac Engstadt, back to Finnessy. He drives inside. He pulls up. Now passes to Engstadt, pulls up. No good. But Finnessy chases down the rebound. He passes, but it's tipped. Kelvin Tyson comes up with it for the match. Tennessee drives inside. He jump stops, pulls up. Oh, they're going to call a block on James Burns. I don't know about that call right there. I don't either. I think that's got to be a challenge. Yeah, I think Burns did a good job of, of getting set. That's right. Right there at the block. And Tennessee went right into him. But I guess the ref thought otherwise. So Robert Tennessee goes to the free throw line for two. And he hits the first one there. 31-24 McCutcheon. I think that's the hardest call in basketball, that charge or block call down low. Yeah. And I think the ref missed that one. Yeah. And he hits the second one, so 2-2 two two from the line for Finnessy to put the Mavericks up 8 with 7.15 to go in the third quarter. I know we said it a lot of times, Christian, but got to get the ball down low to James Burns. Find a way to do it. And Grimes passed, but it went off the foot of Robert Finnessy, so it'll be a kick ball. And will the Broncos will take it out of bounds? Baggins has got to learn. He can't telegraph those passes. Beaver inbounds it to Burns. Now Jordan starts it out for the Broncos. Jordan swings it to Beaver. He faked it up. Now drives, kicks out to Jordan. Jordan dribbles towards the right wing and gets tried to get it to Burns. Try to get it to. He threw it a little too high and maybe a little too hard. And just yeah, that was a little bit too hard. <laughs> that's, uh, that's like that second baseman trying to flip that ball to the first base when you're too yeah. hard. You throw it 100 miles an hour. Exactly. I think maybe just a little a little uh, anxious there with the right. tight defense by the Mavericks. He's Finnessy. He drives in, passes off to Ainsat, who puts it up. But great defense there by Burns. It was great he defense by Burns. Gets the rebound. Great defense by Maril Jordan on Finnessy, and then great defense by Burns. Yeah. And then a nice drive there by Jordan down the right side. He puts it up and draws the foul. So Maril Jordan will go to the free throw line for his first two of the night. I think this might be the first two free throws for the Broncos all night too. Wow. And he hits the first one. Well, he's been a pretty good free throw shooter most of the season mm -hmm. for the Broncos. Mm -hmm. 
Terrell Jordan is a 67% free throw shooter so far this year. He misses his second one, so a seven-point deficit, 32 to 25. Can't leave him over. Dials up the three ball. The Mavericks back up double digits, 35-25. James Burns is fouled by Kelton Tyson on the other end. And that's why you have to try to force feed it down there. Good things are going to happen. Yeah, try to get the ball down there. He's too slippery and too athletic for them to guard him down there. Nothing against Kelton, but he's just a little bit undersized in that in that matchup. Yeah. And trust me, Kelton Tyson's a good athlete as well, but, but he's not on that same no. level as James Burns. Here's Grimes up top. And he passes left side to Beaver. Well, that was almost a bad pass right there, Christian. Swing it right side. Jordan shoots the three. Nope. Too short. Rebound Ben Miller for McCutcheon. I think it's been the best move all night by McCutcheon to go into that 2-3 zone because we're just not shooting the ball well enough to get them out of that zone right now. Oh, wow. That was almost a no-look layup. That was a no-look layup. That was impressive. Kind of, he jumps out toward the right side and then pretty much just flips it over his head and it banks right in. So a smooth move and, and plays like that are where you see Robert Fennessy is a special player. Absolutely. He's going to be really big for the, for the Indiana University basketball program next year. That was a big-time move. It's unstoppable. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So a timeout there by Coach Radiker after the Mavericks go up 12. And, and really, this is the turning point in this game is this, you know, if you're the Broncos, how bad do you want it? You know, this is a, a 37-25. So, I mean, they've kind of struggled to get things going tonight. They've gotten a few three balls, but really at this point, um, you know, this is where you need to buckle down. This is where those game day domination workouts <laughs> will come into play. Absolutely. I mean, this is where, you know, you, you fight through those workouts with your team, and this is one of those moments where, you know, this is this game has a chance of being blown out of the water if, if you let it go any farther. So, I mean, the Broncos just really need to come together and just, fight through and find a, really just find a way. Find a way to beat that. Well, like you said, there's a few things on the line. I mean, right, you, both teams are undefeated in conference, and you're really playing for the conference championship. Mm -hmm. You have the rivalry involved, and you just, and let's get off it, Jeff, this is your building. Yeah. You these guys to beat you in your building. No. Especially, you know, we've got, what, four or five seniors on this team. That's right. Possibly the last time you're ever going to play McCutcheon, so, I mean, you, you do not want to, you know, be the senior that says we couldn't beat McCutcheon in our senior year. No, right. They get it to Burns, and he loses it. Nice hands there by Rowan Farrell to get the steal. Here's Finnessy. He hands it off to Farrell, now over to McNeely. He gives it back to Finnessy, who drives. He pulls up mid-range, no good. Rebound Avery Beaver for the Broncos. Tell you what, they're really defending Robert really well tonight. That's what's really surprising. You, yeah, you're down by 12, but you're really doing a tremendous job on finishing. Another turnover there for the Broncos. Mavericks take it the other way. Tennessee jump stops, lays wow. it up and in on the other end. And it went underneath the Broncos there. 
and got the smooth lay in to put McCutcheon up 14, 39 to 25. Jordan hands it off to Burns. Tell you what, Christian, that zone has really been the undoing for Lafayette Jeff. Yeah, since Coach Year went to that zone, Jeff has really struggled. And Avery Seaver pulls high on the three on the right corner. And that's what the Broncos really need. I mean, they need Burns and they need Beaver, two of the big leaders. Beaver only with five, Burns only with two. So we'll see if either or both of them can get going. You know, and the other thing is, nice, nice rebound by Ben Miller. But at some point, you're going to have to look to get, probably get um, Alex Cotton in there for Maximus Grimes to get another shooter in there. Yeah. Great defense again by the Broncos to get the miss by Fennessey. That was Maximus Grimes there. The Broncos take it the other way. Dyer Williams swings it. Beaver had a look, but kind of a little too late on it. They get it out. They swing it. Williams takes short. three too short. Really short. Didn't get the rim on it. And Broncos, or that'll be Maverick Ball under the Broncos basket. Yeah, I'm, I'm really waiting to see when Coach Radica pulls the trigger to get Alex Cotton in this game because, again, you're getting yeah. someone to try to shoot McCutcheon out of the zone. But Alex Cotton, in my opinion, other than Avery Beaver, those two yeah. are the best shooters on the team, so you got to get him out there. Well, I mean, nice move. Yeah. Nice drive to the hoop by Rowan Farrell really for nice. Maverick. Put him back up again. By 13, 41, 28, as Beaver, bullseye on the three for Avery Beaver. Cutting it down to 10, 41 to 31. And Avery Beaver starting to get a little hot there for the Broncos. And the Mavericks call a timeout with 2.54 to go in the third quarter. And kind of a little back and forth right now. It is. And Ron Farrell's having a nice ball game. He's got 14 points right now. So really getting a lot of help if you're McCutcheon from Cody McNeely and Rowan Farrell. So now if you're off the edge, like I said, let's see if Alex Cotton gets inserted in this game at some point to help Avery Beaver with some of the three-point shooting because at some point, they're going to lock down Avery Beaver. You're going to put someone on him. Yeah. Someone else is going to have to be able to make threes. Yeah. And I mean, and, and just there's as you said, here, here is Cotton. That's not for Grimes. He's in for Zaire Williams. And, you know, Cotton was in for a couple minutes, hit a couple threes. To, to help the Broncos cut back into it. So we'll see. And this, like you said, it's going to spread things out a little for the Mavericks. Absolutely. You know, maybe Coach Sarah wanted to guard Beaver a little more, but now you got Cotton in, so you can't leave either one of those open. And then you also have Morrell Jordan on the floor. who right. can shoot it too. McNeely passes to Farrell nice on the right elbow. Nice on, the on the screen. And the Mavericks Go up 43 to 31. That's a really nice design play out of that timeout by Coach Shear. Had Ruin Farrell coming off the screen and he kind of curled around. Mm-hmm. He got a short jumper and he's not going to miss that shot. A curl on a screen is really the best way to get a shooter to unguard open. It's unguardable. And nice post up and pass. Jordan passed it in to Maximus Grimes, who got the post up inside. He has five on the night. And the Broncos get it back down to 10. McNeely again for three. Woo, good this time. Good defense there to hustle out by James Burns. That ball was, that was, ball was almost in there, though. Phil McNeely has no conscience on his three. No. And Cotton 
Get this guy on the other end. He's shooting too well to be on the bench. He's just, yeah. He can really shoot the basketball. Alex Cotton, his third three of the night. And it is single digits. Rose Farrell's taking over. Rowan Farrell is taking over this game. With the layup for McCutcheon. And they're back up nine, 45-36. Jordan dials it up, but it's no good. Hits off the right side of the rim. Rebound Maverick. Hey, I'm going to talk to, have to talk to Cody after this game. I've seen him rebound more and play more defense in this game than I've seen him in his entire life. Yeah. Tennessee dumps it off. Ben Miller, no good on the Miller short lane. Jordan takes it the other way, but he lost it. And Inksack picks it up for the Mavericks. Out of control there by Monroe Jordan. And that's going to hurt. It's going McNeely for three. Money. Money. That was a nice screen there by Isaac Inksack. Kind of pick and pop a little there. Great screen there by Inksack. And the Mavericks back up again by double digits, 48-36. With under 40 seconds to go in the third. Cotton swings it up top to Jordan. Back to Cotton. Up top, Jordan swings it. Grimes shoots the three left corner. Too short. Tips up and out of bounds off the hand of James Burns. So the Mavericks will get it going the other way with just under 26 seconds to go in the third quarter. You got some arguing going on in the court right now between Maxwell Grimes and Alex Cotton. And Alex is all Maxwell's about taking a three when he can give it back to Alex. At the yeah. So I, I understand what Alex is talking about, but you can't show your teammate up on the court like that. No. So it looks like the Mavericks are going to wait out for one more shot. Now 10 seconds to go in the third. Tennessee hands it off, or he looks like he was going to hand it off. Now passes inside to Farrell. No good on the bank end. Ryan keeps it up and almost got it to go. Hit the net. And it was after the time anyway. So after the third quarter, the Mavericks take a 48-36 lead. We'll take a 30-second break, and we will be right back here on Jeff 92. Are you among the millions of Americans living with chronic pain? If so... You may think prescription opioids are the solution. Truth is, opioids only mask the pain, and they come with serious side effects, from nausea to withdrawal symptoms to overdose. There is another choice, physical therapy. Physical therapists treat pain through movement and exercise. Choose physical therapy. Visit moveforwardpt.com. This public service announcement is brought to you by the American Physical Therapy Association. Back here from the Crawley Center as we get ready for the fourth quarter. Mavericks against the Broncos. McCutcheon leading 48-36. Well, Christian, I was just saying it's going to be hard to overcome a 12-point deficit here in the fourth quarter, but we did at the beginning of the game. It was 13-0. Yeah. Yep. Jeff got it back to plan one at one point. Yeah. 13-12, so Jeff needs that same kind of surge right now. Yeah. I mean, I've... 
I've seen a couple wild games this season. I don't think I can ever say a game is over after a couple of those that I've tried. Alex Cotton with a nice defense and the lay-in on the other end. Cotton now with 11 leading the Broncos. Or, yeah, 11 leading the Broncos. What man? It's, I don't think he'd come off the court for me. <laughs> no. And a foul against Morrell Jordan. Well, the Broncos, it's only the second foul for the Broncos, so really not too many fouls have been called tonight. You really need, if you're a Lafayette Jeff Bronco fan, you really need to get a defensive stop right here. Mm-hmm. Got to get a stop. I think other than a couple calls, I think the officiating really has been pretty good. I, I would think, agree. I think in a rivalry game, you kind of, Kind of have to let them just play it out a little bit. Yeah, the refs have not been the story. Rowan Farrell is money right now, man. Farrell hits the pull-up jumper over Zaire Williams. And the Mavericks answer right back. Every time the Broncos cut a couple in, the Mavericks push it back up a couple more. The Rowan is unconscious right now. We do not have a defensive answer for him. Nice job by Kilton Tyson defensively. Tyson knocked it away, but Alex Cotton hits the floor going to it. They called the jump ball. It'll favor the Broncos. So what could have been a turnover, the Broncos escaped from it right there. Here's Maxless Grimes up top, guarded by Finnessy. He passes off to Jordan. Now swinging around to Grimes. Grimes' pass is tipped, but it's out of bounds off the Mavericks, so the Broncos will keep it. Good job by Kilden Tyson anticipating that pass. You had Alex Cotton coming off of a down screen, trying to get him open for a three-pointer at the top of the key, and Kilden was expecting. Look at Ruin's defense by Ruin Farrell. Nice Farrell, steal, nice layup. With the steal and the layup on the other end, and now a 14-point lead for McCutcheon, 52. To 38. The Mavericks have completely taken over this game. Taking right. Williams. This is a three-in. The Broncos are not going away. Williams now with six. And it is 52 to 41 with six minutes to play. McNeely hands it off to Finnessy on the left side. He dribbles off the screen. Now pulls up for three. No good off the right side. Rebound James Burns. Yeah, I have Robert Finnessy unofficially with 10 points. And I'll tell you, he's been really quiet, and you're still down by 11. By, yeah. you know, by 11. I mean, that shows you really, you know, what we were talking about before wow. the game. That may be a technical James Burns. You can't do that. The refs didn't see it. I'm surprised all three refs missed that. That should have been a technical because James Burns would have been dunked that basketball. I don't think he can do that. Yeah. So several McCutcheon players throwing up the technical yeah. line. And I, I agree, I think that should have been a Yeah. Really, that's where I, I don't think Coach Radiker looks very happy. I think he knows, too. That they yeah. It. Just not disciplined right there. Yeah. Fantasy drive, no good. Great defense there by Burns. Really good defense by Burns. And normally, Robert Fantasy finishes with that left hand. He just came up short there. Grimes lifted up top, now passes to Cotton. They swing it up top to Jordan. Now Williams on the left side. He passes off to Cotton. Now feeds it in, but too high. 
And it'll stay, it was off the Mavericks, so it'll stay on the end, this end with the Broncos. Wow. I think I think the Broncos may have gotten a call there because yeah. that ball looked like that was out on Jeff. They get it in to Grimes. He passes out to Jordan. Uh, he should have popped out one, but he drives in, lays it up, nowhere close. Williams gets the rebound, passes out, Cotton. Bullseye! Alex the three ball. He can flat out shoot. 14 now for Cotton. And the Broncos chipping away. Now down eight. 52-44 with 4.40 left in the game. And Coach Tyler Scherer will call a full timeout for McCutcheon. Really, Alex Cotton with 14 points off the bench really just keeping the Broncos in this game. Well, we talked about it. In this kind of game, especially when McCutcheon is forcing down in that zone, Alex Cotton, again, I mean, either he or Avery Beaver, especially when I'm Cotton's got to be on the floor yeah. to help score buckets. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, I think if I was Coach Radiker, I mean, I mean, I don't know what to say because, I mean, at this point, I, I think you kind of need James Burns a little bit on defense, but on the offensive end, I, I don't know what the problem is, but he just hasn't been able to get it going. No, you're right, and I think sometimes you know, through over the course of the game, the Jeff players, the, the perimeter players, just kind of forget to look down in there yeah. for him, right? But now, over the course of the game, you know, the game's going on and on, and he just becomes kind of a lost member out there. And yeah. So, to your point, you're right. I mean, you just need him to score, but if you're not going to be scoring, it's going to help. Yeah. I, and, I mean, and, and Jensen Leonard came in and played a couple good minutes. He did. And then, I think it was the second quarter he was in. So, I mean, but, you know, Radiker's keeping Burns in. Burns has been, he's been good on the defensive end. Yeah. I think the Broncos really as a whole team have played, you really couldn't ask for better defense because, I mean, some of the shots the McCutcheon's hit, I mean, it's, they, they, we, we're in their face. But there's nothing we can do about it. That's right. But we just struggled at times on the offensive end. Here's Finnessy up top. Burns guarding him. Probably wants to take him. Tennessee with it at the logo. You got to pressure him, James. You can't let him dribble his clock out. He's down by eight. You got to play defense. You know, against McCutcheon, you the know. old classic McCutcheon, they'd run it out for a whole quarter, so. They will sure will. Tennessee trapped. He throws it off to Rowan Farrell, and it's tipped. They get on the floor, but the Mavericks get it back. Uh oh. They pass it out in the corner to McNeely. A good defense there to shut him down by the Broncos. Man, it is physical out there right now. Tennessee is fouled by Morel Jordan. Coming off of kind of a screen there. The fourth foul for the Broncos tonight. I'll tell you what, the, the killer for Jeff is McCudgeon has run a significant amount of time off the clock. In this yeah. I, mean, I, I think they're close to running a minute off the clock. And that's, still, and that's going. I mean, they're not even looking for an opportunity to score. They're no. trying to run the clock down. And they're doing a tremendous job of it. Earl drives now, kicks out. McNeely. Wow. 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 Trail by 11. So, 
a great possession there by the Mavericks. <laughs> I've seen this before by Cody McNeely. He can really shoot it, folks. Well, Jordan passes off to Grimes. Now back out to Jordan. Swings it to Cotton. No good. Too short. Rebound Burns. And the putback is good. And he draws the foul. So Burns has had a couple plays, a couple offensive rebounds where he's gotten putbacks. But it was really, I mean, like we've repeated it a lot tonight, but he needs to get going. <laughs> and Christian unofficially have Cody me. Kobe McNeil with five threes so far tonight. Wow. And I don't think any of them have touched the rim. No. And Burns hits the free throw. Put him at five points on the night. Tell you what, though, if you're Robbie Jeff, you can't afford to let McCutcheon run another minute off the clock on this possession. Kobe's wide open. There's Ron Farrell. Farrell's open. No good. Avery Beaver, who just subbed in, gets the rebound. He pulls it out. And helps the Broncos get the offense started. 55-47, to go in the game. They swing it. Cotton kind of had a look, but a little too late. They swing it up top to Jordan. He drives, lays it up, gets it to go. But they call a foul on the floor. So the back basket does not count. The foul is on number 30, Isaac Ingstat, for touching. Isaac Ainge, that second foul, teams four. That almost, that stinks more for the Broncos with the I foul Dogs. Jordan <laughs> had a nice drive there. Yes, he did. And with the clock winding down, you need every bucket you can get. Oh, my goodness. Terrible pass by Alex Cotton, which is stolen by Cody McNeely. That hurts. Now you really wish you had that bucket. Tennessee with the zero with the zero with the right hand with the left hand on the other end. <laughs> Maybe Russell Westbrook on that one. <laughs> Here's Jordan up top and Jordan he's really not ready to pull the trigger. He's got I guess he I guess I spoke to him. He had a couple open shots that he kind of passed up. And he did not pass that one out, but he hit it through. Jordan with 12 on the night, and it is a seven-point game, 2 5 to go. Well, we talked about that Robert Finney, that Euro step, and, and Robert is listed at 6-1, but he's probably got the wingspan of like a 6'4", 6 6'5", but yeah. he's got such long arms. Yeah, and he's like he's like a plastic man in there, man. Yeah, it's a nice move, and just went right around him on that move. <laughs> he did. I mean, that's, that's something you'd see watching Russell Westbrook. <laughs> and, I, and I saw some of the McCutcheon uh, JV players back here doing the Russell Westbrook celebration, <laughs> too. So. Well, Christian, we got a seven-point deficit if you're a Bronco fan with two minutes and five seconds left in the ball game. Let's see if Robbie and Jeff can, can kind of cut into this lead, but they're going to have to do it really quickly. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think... Coach Radiker knows it too. I mean, they've got three great shooters on the floor in Cotton, Beaver, and Jordan. Jordan just hits the three in. Beaver has two threes tonight. And Alex has, I think, four threes tonight. So, And the Broncos now bringing the full court press on the Mavericks. They pass it off to McNeely. And gets it up to Tennessee. Tennessee. With the one-on-one, -on -one, but he now pulls it out and draws a foul from Avery Beaver. 
So the Broncos looking to try to send the Mavericks to the free throw line. They still have two fouls to do. Great execution on that press break by the McCutcheon Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Is, I mean, to, to break the press, you just got to get it to the middle, and, and they, they did a tremendous job of it right there. And Cotton tracks down Finnessy and fouls him. That's a sixth foul. I think on this one, you got to make sure Fennessy doesn't get the ball because 84% free throw. You do not want Fennessy being the one shooting the free throws. And really, you don't want McNeely either. Or or Rowan Farrell. I know yeah. his numbers, I mean, he can just flat out shoot. So other than his percentage, he can, he can still knock him down. Wild pass, but Fennessy chases it down on the inbound. 150 to go. Here in the game, Broncos down seven. You got to get up in pressure. Fennessy dumps it off. It's under two minutes. Why are, we not, why are we not pressuring the ball? Now Farrell outside. The Mavericks is running clock off. And the, Ma- the Broncos wow. get a steal off the wild pass. And get it up shot the floor. It. Beaver had a look, but passed it up. He throws it out. And Jordan gets to it. Now 122 to go. Christian, you can't attack the basket. Yeah. We're playing like we're up right now. And Jordan nowhere close on the three. That person is Mavericks ball. That was a horrible possession right yeah. there. You have to be you gotta be aggressive and you gotta attack the basket there. And yeah. You end up settling you run too much time off the car, you settle for a deep three that you shoot an air ball on. Yeah. Not a I, good I possession. Think, I think Beaver should have pulled the trigger on that three. I think even if I, he had a couple guys bearing down on him. I think even he could have kind of leaned in and maybe gotten the foul. And, and, and as good as a free throw shooter as Avery is, that would have been three points on the free throw line. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I think that was just not a great decision there by Beaver. Kind of reluctant to shoot it there, but I think it could have been three points. But Robert Finnessy goes to the free throw line for, two, for one and one. But it will be two because he hits the first one. I think that's his, again, unofficially, I have that as Robert's 13th point of the night. And the second one also rolls in for the Mavericks, up nine, 59 to 50. As you got to attack the basket and get a shot off. Jordan to Cotton, too long on the three. And Maximus Grimes called for the over-the-back foul on the rebound. So probably it for the Broncos with 58.5 seconds to go. Yeah, it's going to come down to, going to have to take McCutcheon missing a lot of free throws from the win for Jay yeah. in this game. Wow. Wide open fantasy. Oh, no. Faked out. James Burns. I think he faked out all of us there. He did. But that's how you treat a shot blocker. <laughs> nice drive there by Jordan. He gets a lay-in on the other end. 61-52. Mavericks with 43.1 seconds to go. The Mavericks have led the entire game and are up nine with under a minute to go. Well, I mean, most likely, I don't know, but... Like you said, it'd take a lot of missed free throws, but it's McCutcheon team. Most of the players can hit the free throws. Yeah, it's a nine-point deficit for Jeff with 43.1 seconds left. It's going to be a lot of fouls, obviously. And like I said, it's going to, for Jeff to win this game, McCutcheon's going to have to miss a lot of free throws. Yeah. 
But I think, you know, the Broncos, they've had their chances to kind of cut into it, you know, had it at one, going into the second quarter, you know, had it down to six at halftime. They had their chances. Had it down quite a bit in the early fourth, late third. And just, you know, had some turnovers and great ball movement by McCutcheon to avoid the foul. They went off another eight seconds or so yeah. before he got fouled. Well, Jordan ends the game for Zaire Williams for the Broncos. Kobe McNeely shooting one and one on the other end. When he hits the first one, Mavericks go up 10, 62 to 52. Again, that ball didn't touch the rim. Let's see if Kobe can make a shot and touch the rim. Yeah. I mean, he's been bombing on that all night. There was. That touched a little bit of rim. <laughs> 63 to 52. He had to fix the net there, too. Right. The net got tangled up because he switched that thing. And Jordan fouled on the other end. I, I think it was... No, it was Keldon Tyson. Yeah, it was Keldon Tyson. It looked like it was Tennessee, but they'll call it on Tyson. But the fifth foul only for the Mavericks. He's lobbed to Burns. They kick it out. Morrell Jordan fakes, drives, no good. Rebound Mavericks. And that's a foul on Burns. Uh-oh. Kelton, Kelton Tyson and James Burns getting into each other there. <laughs> James Burns not too happy. Hasn't been the best night for James Burns. Uh, a little frustration there. I think it would be smart if you the refs to go in and talk to Bogos, and they're doing it right now. They're talking to Bogos guys right now. And to be honest, Kelton Tyson don't want to hear it. <laughs> Kelly shooting free throw here. Or Tyson up for the one in one for the Mavericks. He hits the first one. And I believe the Mavericks are perfect on free throws tonight. Yeah, they are doing what you need to do to win games. Oh, oh. And I guess I jinxed it for him, maybe there. That's the old broadcaster jinx there, Chris. He, uh, he missed the, Tyson missed the second free throw. Foul on Tennessee. The sixth foul of the game for the Mavericks. Ben Miller subs in for McCutcheon. So, uh, like we kind of talked about at halftime, they still only used six guys off the bench, but uh, it, it worked for them. Yes, it did. You know, but, you know, it's going to work. When but James Burns throws down the hammer on the end, uh, a little too late, I think, getting going for Burns. We could have had this a little earlier. Would have been a different ball game. It's a fifth on Kelly Tyson. He fouls out. Kobe McNeil comes back in for McCutcheon. Really, if you look at it, too, the Broncos would have gone hard. You know, we need to post a lot more. 
you know, Tyson would have fouled out a lot earlier. Kobe McNeely would have guarded in the post. And McCutcheon pretty much would have used five five guys the whole night. That's right. So, I mean, a lot of things that could have changed the game. But about over now and too late. Alex Cotton, Brock, or the Mavericks now in the double bonus. So two free throws for Kobe McNeely. And he hits the first one there. Kobe McNeely just had a great game tonight. Yes, he has. He misses the second free throw. And they get it up the court to Burns. Now kicks out Jordan, or I'm sorry, Grimes. No good on the three. Mavericks get the rebound in, hold it out. And that is the ball game. Final score. Mavericks defeat the Broncos 65 to 55. And perhaps seal up the SDC Conference Championship. For the Mavericks, now 7-0 in conference, 15-4 on the season. The Broncos fall to 13-5 after the defeat here tonight. you got to give it to McCutcheon. It's a great game all around tonight. It really was. I'm just adding up, trying to add up the scoring here, Christian. And Again, very unofficially because I've been bad at my scorekeeper tonight. <laughs> but I think I had Rowan Farrell lead the team with 22 points, Cody McGill with 17, and then Robert Fenty with around 16. So really good effort by some of the supporting cast. Absolutely. Rowan Farrell and Cody McGill had really big games for McCutcheon tonight. Yeah. Just, I mean, the Broncos, they kind of did a, a good job of stopping Fenty, but, you know, it, it, it takes a lot to stop him. So, I mean, you kind of left McNeely, you left Farrell open a little bit. You know, couldn't quite finish off, you know, on the yeah. professional. Yeah, I mean, just did their job. They held Robert Fennessey well under his, his scoring average of 30. Yeah. But again, the supporting cast from McCutcheon did their job and came through. Yeah. I mean, some great shooters on that team. Farrell shot the lights out. McNeely shot the lights out. Kelton Tyson did a good job defending Burns there in the post. Ben um, Miller played some role minutes off the bench there for the Mavericks, and Isaac Eastcott made some, some good plays for McCutcheon. So, you know, really all six guys for them pitched in a lot to get the win for them tonight. And, you know, Broncos, great effort. As we said, played great pretty well on defense. Uh, I think they just wasted too many offensive possessions, I think. I'm right with you. It's just... There are times late in that game, really in the second half, where just didn't capitalize when you should have. In that kind of game, you got to take advantage of each offensive progression, and they just didn't do that well enough tonight. Yeah, I mean, we had we had our chances. It was, you know, it, it looked like in the beginning of the game, like you know, the Mavericks were just gonna run away with the entire game, and but the Broncos, you know, chips back in, got it to one, and you know, had some chances. Throughout the whole game, but just couldn't quite pull it off. And you know, you know, possibly the last game against the Mavericks, but we'll see what happens in the sectional draw. Maybe draw them again, and 
And, you know, if you know you're going to play him in the sectionals, you know, you'd rather prefer to have that sectional win That's right. than this win. So Absolutely. Um, I, I don't really know when the sectional draw is, but we'll see when it comes out and, and you know, who the Broncos will come out against. And really, it, it's going to be a great sectional, too. I mean, you got Zionsville with Isaiah Thompson, one of the top couple teams in the state. You've got, you know, a solid McCutcheon team, you know, a, a Jeff team that can play very well, a Logan Sport team that can be good, you know, a Harrison team that can play well, and a Kokomo team that's good, too. So it's going to be a great sectional, and maybe the Broncos can get some revenge against the Mavericks in that game, but just couldn't quite come out on top tonight. We will see what happens. You get the signal draw here coming up soon, and we'll see what happens. Yep. Well, thanks for coming on tonight, Mr. Walker. A lot of fun, man. We've been looking forward to this game. Got to see some really good good basketball tonight. The Jeff Broncos weren't able to win the game, which was which is what we wanted to see. Yeah. But, hey, either way, we saw some good basketball. Yep, it was. We, we couldn't ask them for a better basketball game, and it was a great one to call, too. The, the ones that are back and forth like that, good right. teams, they're, they're so much fun to call. Absolutely. It was a great game tonight. Once again, the final score, the Mavericks defeat the Broncos 65-55. to We will sign off here on Jeff 92. With absolutely no commercials and more music than you can shake a stick at, Hey, 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 watch the eye, watch the eye. From the halls of Jefferson High School, this is WJEF in Lafayette. Jeff 92.